time now for Life on the Pirate Ship. Here's your host, Harry Arnett. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, October 11th. Harry Arnett, Amanda Balionis. Good morning. What promises to be Amanda? First of all, it's good to have you back. Thank you. I felt like be back. I felt like we were going to lose you to the NFL there. No, no. That's just like a weekend side gig. Amanda did the Chargers <laughs> and and uh, Raiders game on yeah. Sunday up in Oakland. Yes. And were you scared? I wasn't scared, but I mean, you and I have talked about this. It's important to get out of your comfort zone, yes. right? So I had done sideline football well before I started, before I joined kind of the golf world in 2011. That's how I started my career was football. And you know how much I love football from Pittsburgh hands down the first part I was ever very passionate about so I was excited to get back there but I was certainly out of my comfort zone and nervous I was gonna mess it up but uh I didn't so it was great it was I fun. recorded a game I have a full list of things that I noticed um <laughs> for you in case you want them I was thinking two things as you were doing the game okay number one I was really hoping that you would have a clean great broadcast that you would show up you would be engaged yep you would ask great things of players that you would relay back to the booth and then this is the bad part. I hate to tell you this. I was sort of hoping for you that maybe something would happen. Like somebody would run off the sidelines. You would have to like pull <laughs> someone out of the way or maybe they'd run over you because then everyone would know you. You'd be that's, everywhere. I don't think that's the way you want people to know no? you though. No, I don't think so. But when we did do We did do a couple injury points and I did get a couple texts that said, uh, I hope guys keep getting injured. <laughs> you keep getting on air. I, I kept like, seeing you. I was like, guys, no, no, that's not what we want. It was great. It was like a hot day or something in Oakland. People cramping out. It was great. It was like the more people cramp up, the more dehydrated these guys get, the more we get to see Amanda on TV. It was 90 degrees. It was crazy. Were you sweating down there? What do you yes. do when you're sweating and you're on the sideline? Do you so, have like a sweat towel? What I, do you had, do? I had to call a wardrobe audible because <laughs> I had this outfit planned out, right, for like a week. Uh-huh. And I was going to wear this red top oh. with a leather jacket over top, right? It was do they tell be... you like don't wear any colors that are like team colors or anything? No, but I, th- I think you want to be conscious yeah. of it, you know. So you wouldn't I... want to wear black and silver right. or powder blue and yellow. Right. Do you powder... have any powder blue or yellow? I, I do. I, I, oh. kept that, I kept that onesie at home. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the sideline before the game, probably 10 minutes before kickoff, and I'm dripping sweat in this outfit. And I, and I some for some reason, had this pink sleeveless top, and it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month in the NFL, obviously. Oh, uh, right. And I had it yes. rolled up in my purse, and I was like, you know what? I'm going into the dugout because, you know, the Raiders, it's also on a baseball field. Right. So I go into the dugout, change my top five minutes before kickoff and come out. And it was the best decision I've ever Game made. Time decision. Yeah. Had a you kept a top rolled up <laughs> in your purse. You know what I'm missing today? I'm shocked that you haven't made fun of me about this. Socks. I went and worked out this morning at our awesome new Callaway gym yes. and forgot work shoes. So now oh. I'm wearing a dress with sneakers oh it looks great it no okay? you look great you look like a <laughs> you look like an elementary school teacher but you teach some reading to us a little bit later here in okay, class. Deal. while you're teaching us reading mm-hmm. i am going to teach you and the folks listening today about long drive because today is the long drive yeah. championships I'm eight excited. people have advanced to the final today it's on the golf channel out in oklahoma Where'd you tell me that was? Oh, it's in like uh, Fackerville. Fackerville. You ever been to Fackerville? I have not. Have you? Never. Okay. I'd love to go. Maybe we should do like an offsite at Fackerville. It's at the Windstar Resort, so yeah. it's not like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's a casino. I could see that ending badly if we have like an employee thing there. But yes. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> but on the show today, as soon as we get back from this break, 
Joe Miller, he won this in 2010. Yep. He's one of the final eight. We have four Callaway guys in the final How about eight. that? Half of the finals Isn't are Callaway awesome? guys. And you're going to tell me it has nothing to do with our technology? Uh, it has everything to do with our technology. Yeah, nothing to do with the people hitting. <laughs> and But when we come back, we're going to talk to Joe. And we're going to get the lay of the land of what we can expect tonight. And we have a perfect record on this show of people that come on this show end up winning the World Long Drive Championship. Is that true? Never. No, I made the whole thing up. Oh. But we had Jeff Flagg on once, and then he won. Okay. Well, so I don't see why we can't win tonight with Joe Miller. We're batting a 1,000 at this point. Let's okay. do it. So stay right there. We'll be right back with Joe Miller. You're listening to Life on the Pirate Ship. All right, welcome back to the show. Harry Arnett, Amanda Balionis. As we mentioned a few moments ago, we have four Callaway players in the finals. Half, exactly 50%. I did the math in my head, Amanda. Well done. Well done. Four out of eight, including the man we're about to talk to on the phone now. He's a former champion of this. He's one of the heavy favorites going in. Yep. He's also... A guy that is probably annoyed that many people are mistaking him for me at the <laughs> event this week because we're built very similarly. Oh, are you? I'm talking, of course, of Joe Miller. Hey, Joe, how are you? Uh, hi, guys. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Joe, I totally apologize if people are going up. Hey, Harry, the marketing. What's, what the hell's going on with the Callaway marketing right now? Joe. I pre- sorry about that. I have to tell you, Harry is on an exercise kick, and I think he thinks he now looks like The Rock like a month <laughs> in. I, I've heard, yeah. I've heard similar things. I heard he's looking quite buff. Yes, exactly. Imagine imagine uh, looking at yourself in the mirror, but much scrawnier and much paler <laughs> yeah. and definitely yeah. much shorter off the tee than you are. Hey, first of all, congratulations on getting to the final eight. That in and of Thanks. itself is quite a feat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a long week, obviously, um, especially for me flying over, but... You know, win the top eight, and hopefully we can uh, we can go a few more rounds. For those that have maybe never seen the uh, World Long Drive Championship, it is going to be on Golf Channel today, by the way. So mm-hmm. go check it out. But could you kind of explain to us how this works, how you are able to advance from one round to the next? Uh, I mean, it, the, well, the format's changed over the last sort of you know since I've been doing it. Anyway, it's changed a few times over the last years, but as it as it stands now. Um, you qualify uh, throughout the year, um, trying to get into, which was, I think, uh, top 64 guys was Saturday. That was when I was starting. Um, and then it's just match play, uh, you know, one-on-one uh, each day. So um, eight balls, three minutes. Again, that's, a, that's slightly a different format. Normally we're six balls in two minutes, 45. But uh, eight balls, three minutes, and the best of three rounds. Uh, actually, I said that last night was the first time uh, it went down to one round. So last night it was uh, just one round, three uh, three minutes, eight balls, and, and the win advances. And uh, luckily enough, I advanced against uh, Glenn Wilson. But you have to be accurate as well, right? It's not just oh, hit it wherever you want, and if it goes way left, it still counts. Of course, yeah, you have to be accurate. I mean, you know, you have to be accurate in terms of, you know, we're using two, I'm using up to a two three-degree driver. Uh, swinging it at you know these high speeds, so you have to be seriously accurate. But uh, you know, don't get us wrong, we do we do miss the grid every now and again. But that's just the, you know the nature of the game, really. So eight balls. Do you have a strategy when you go in for your three minutes? Do you ch- are you consciously trying to get one of the first few in play just so you post the number? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, that, obviously that's that's the you know the aim is to get every ball in as you know as, as long as possible, right? That's that's what we go there for, but. You know, that, that's not the sort of feeling I go up with. Hopefully, you know, you know, minutes before that, when we're on the range, we're hitting the ball well, and you just kind of trust it. And 
you know, you go up there with the intention of doing exactly what you've been doing for the last you know, hour, warming up, and, uh, and try and get one down the middle. And you know, that's what happened last night. It's 376 last night you put up on the board. Yep. Do you guys, when you see the conditions and the weather, do you think of a number of what it might take to advance all the way through, or are you shot? Are you one hit after another, one hit at a time? No, you, you kind of. I mean, you know, I had the advantage of my match was I think it was match six last night, so I saw some of the numbers. I saw where you know because we're all kind of similar in, in in terms of distances. Um, so I saw the, the kind of numbers that we had to get. Uh, but when Glenn, you know, I think it was on his first or second ball. You know, pitched up with uh, 372, which was one of the longest of the night. All of a sudden, then you switched on, you know, and, and obviously knowing knowing what I had to beat, to me, is a bit of an adv- advantage. Um, you know, I like to have a number. I like to have something in mind and, and knowing what I have to do. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what happened last night. Can you explain how much pressure this week is? I mean, you train pretty much all year for this, and then it, it really is you have to be 100% there on starting on day one or you go home after training all year why are you trying to freak him out we're trying to make him (laughs) relaxed i I think it's really impressive in the fact that you've won this before i feel comfortable asking you this oh thanks for that yeah i appreciate it it is is, it's a massive pressure i mean uh, for me this is the only event i've done all year in terms of competition uh, so you know, my last event was this, this this same event this time last year. So you know, it's a long year building up. You're working hard. You're training. I'm, you know, I'm doing all the corporates and the outings and all the stuff that we do back home. But I mean, the end goal is to come here and try and uh, and try and win. And you know, when it, when it does come to game day, there's there is some nerves. I'm not going to lie, but uh, you know, we're sort of settled in a little bit now. And I, I got some you know some decent sort of tea time last night where. You know, I've got the second ball in enough to advance and I can sort of kind of sit back and enjoy the other six balls where you know I'm just going all out and I, and I know I've already won the, won the match against Glenn. So you know, there's massive pressure. You know, anyone who says there isn't is, uh, you know, is lying, basically. So, but like I said, the, the pressure's off now. Um, it's more a case of you know, making sure you go out there and just enjoy it you know, and, and just you know, swing for the fences, basically. What kind of swing thoughts do you have going through your head when you're standing there? Are you? Because uh, I when I when I see you in competition, I think yeah. of you as a guy that likes to get your adrenaline up, that likes to get very very excited before you go and hit one. Yeah, I mean you, you do. Um, I like to feed off the crowd, and you know? I like to have the crowd, you know, on, on my side. Uh, luckily enough, we had a, a nice bit of support last night. Um, you know, if they're cheering for you, you know, you you just got to react to that. You know, don't don't let it. Some people can get a little bit bogged down by the pressure and. You know, it's like um, it's like coming up the 18th when you've got a one-shot lead. You know, sometimes people get a little bit short in their swing and don't complete the backswing, or they, they fire it through the back or wherever it is. But you know, for us in long drive, you just got you got to you know feel that emotion and just let it sort of help you you know the best way you can and controlling it a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about the crowds for a second. Uh, our very own AJ Vopel is actually out there right now covering this event. Yep. Four social media channels, so uh, check it out after you listen to this podcast, of course. But uh, he sent out a snap last night of the crowds going crazy for you. And there seemed like there was one particular fan section that was there just for you. Do you have your own fan section? I, I mean, I'm only out here with, uh, I've got my manager here, George, and I've got my swing coach, Lee. Um, but it turns out, when I, you know, I've walked out into the stage last night and I'm, I'm hearing these England chants, right? So, you know, I, was, I thought, where's that coming from? 
anyway, so it turns out that I went up into the crowds after uh, just to watch the final match, and the guys come down to me, and they they're from the U- there's a couple of guys from the UK going to college in Oklahoma. <laughs> Um, so luckily enough, you know, I had a little bit of home crowd support as well, which is good. That is awesome. You know, a lot of people don't know this, Amanda, but I used to be Joe's swing coach before he he terminated me years ago, and oh it, it kind of went it kind of went like this. Here, here's how our lessons went. Hey, uh, Joe, uh, knock the crap out of it. And Joe was like, "That's all you got." I'm like, "Hey, hey, Joe, uh, why don't you smash this one?" He's like, "I'm gonna need a little more than that." I, you should have heard me last night because I think the the reason I love this this uh, competition so much is unlike any other things that we do in golf every moment is just jacked with anxiety and adrenaline it is a five foot putt to win try to get it in the in the fairway you need to win the hole you have to make a make a birdie at the last all rolled into one for an hour and a half or two just packed in there and i don't i don't know how you guys deal with that other than the mental approach has to be as important as the physical one because you said a few minutes ago, everybody is sort of in the same camp as far as ball speed, swing speed, and certainly like their max potential distance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, the, the guys are all very similar, right? So, I mean, the, the ball speed is one thing, but knowing how to launch it and having the, the you know the right conditions and you know finding the middle of the face is, is another altogether as well. And you know, the men, the mental side of it is like I said, you know, you just got to kind of don't let it override you and just kind of enjoy it. I mean, I know that's hard. You know, sometimes that's uh, easier said than done. But um, you know, have the confidence. You got to have the confidence. You know, building up to the event. You know, practicing all like I say all year round uh, on the range before the event starts. You know, if you're hitting the ball, you know, left, right, uh, anywhere but centre, then obviously you're going to be sort of on the back foot straight away. But you know, last night I was warming up and I was I was killing it. I was every, every you know most balls you know five you know five or six out of, out of ten for a long drive, which is good, was was flushed and down the middle. So I had the confidence going in. Um, so it, you know it's, it's just down to uh, you know, doing it when it matters really. Uh, you know I can't say much more than that, but uh, enjoying it and, and just hitting your golf ball and that's all you can do. So when you won this six years ago, the trophy is actually a championship belt, right? It's like a heavyweight belt, which I love. First of all, how many times have you worn that since you won it? And second of all, where where is it in your house? And does that kind of give you the motivation or the confidence to know, like, hey, I, I could win another one of these? Well, you know what the problem was for me is in 2010, we had the championship bowl. So it was just like a glass. It was a glass, you know, trophy. Oh. We didn't have a belt back then. The belt, oh. been, the belt's only been since 2013. Thirteen. I have you, a story behind the belt. You that should I'll, I'll demand tell you. a belt, Joe. I need, I need a belt. Trade I, 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 it I, I, in. You need to earn the belt. Yeah. You can't just, you know, you can't just make your own belt. It doesn't work. So <laughs> I need, uh, yeah. If I do have it, it will be pride of place uh, back home. Uh, I'll be wearing it 24/7. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Out to the pubs, wearing the belt. Uh, yeah. you know, you'll have to get some custom. You'll have to get some custom pants that have big enough loops that you can loop that thing in there. Exactly. I've already got them lined up. Don't even worry about that. Hey, so, so long day ahead of you today before you before you go out to the golf course or the grid. What? How do you kill time before a big event? How do you how do you clear your mind of, of this us. stuff? Besides talking to us. <laughs> Besides talking to you guys, uh, there's a couple of other media, you know, uh, obligations that we got to do. But uh, we're actually going to, I'm probably going to go to the gym for a little bit. I'm going to sort of, you know, just have a kind of light workout, just to sort of wake the body up a little, you know, 
after last night. It's pretty tired, so we're going to go and do that. Uh, and then actually, I think we've got a chipping contest going on. Uh, you know, the guys that I'm <laughs> chipping here with, contest. we're going to have a little chip off, uh, which I won yesterday, by the way, because my short game is amazing. Yes. Um, and maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit of putting as well. I don't know. Just anything just to, you know, make the day go a little bit easier. You know, you're not sitting around you know, in a hotel room just waiting for the day. I like a little psychological warfare on your part today. I think you should walk around to all the guys that are in the final eight and say, you know, it's all about finesse, guys. We need to exactly. uh, give a little soft touch, yep. you know. Just yep. all on the chipping green. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yep, no that. That's fine, honestly. But no one beats me chipping. Like you know. Maybe that should be the, like the tiebreaker if everybody gets the exact same. <laughs> Let's have a chip off. That would be anticlimactic. <laughs> hey, Joe. Thanks again for joining us. We know you got a busy day ahead of you and a busy night. Best of luck to you. We'll be rooting for you from afar, yep. and um, you're one of the favorites, so it feels like all you need to do is do you, do what you do, and you might be holding that big belt at the end of the night. Uh, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, hopefully just go out and do uh, you know, three more rounds, and, and we're good. So, uh, yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, Joe. All right, thank you. That's appreciate Joe Miller, it, World Drive former champ, and I got a good feeling about Joe tonight. I'm so sad he didn't get a belt already. I, know. I have a story behind the belt. Art Selinger, who used to run the event, is one of the pioneers of Long Drive. Right. In 2013, which Joe mentioned, yeah. we did a Callaway X-Hot belt. Johnny Rodriguez and I thought it'd be cool to have yeah. an X-Hot belt. We did it for our tour players. Whoever had the most 320-yard drives on the season yeah. would be our long our, our belt champ. Was the belt inspired by the Open Championship, which, of course, is well, the only major to ever give out a belt? A little. A- Okay. But mostly it was inspired by my love of professional wrestling. <laughs> so we found a guy that made uh, the belt. He was in Connecticut. Still is in Connecticut. He still makes our belts. Art saw our belt on social media and stuff. We made a big deal of it. And he said, where'd you get that belt? I'd love to do one of those for long drive. Same guy that did our belt did the first long drive belt. Should we send Joe a 2010 I belt? I feel like we should make him one. Well, I feel like I like build up how awesome the yeah, belt is. He was we like, Amanda, do I don't have one. I'm really... I. I Pulling for all the Callaway guys, of course, but Joe is one of the best guys that we deal with. And if go just if you don't know Joe Miller, go do a quick Google search and you'll see what Joe looks like and why it was a little bit funny that I said we look alike. And follow him on Twitter too. You should. He's a, he's a good fun. Yeah. He you could fit like five of us inside one Joe Miller. I love how he says he's gonna go for a light workout in my <laughs> yeah, head. I'm like, like I'm like, dude, light your light workout is probably like me and Harry like completely. Maxing oh my out. god, I can't I can't even imagine. <laughs> But I'm pulling for him. I'm excited for this event. It'll be yeah. fun to watch that tonight. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We have run out of time, Amanda. I apologize for that. It just it just flew right it's by. not your fault. Not your fault. Hope everybody has a great Wednesday. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on What a Ship Show. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life on the Pirate Ship. For more great content like this, visit CallawayGolf.com.